This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome to Cruise Control, the car show here on BFM. My name is Rich Bradbury, and as usual, I'm joined by my two friends, one live and in person here with the studio with me. It is Ali Johan. Say hello, Ali. Good evening, Richard and Daniel. And Daniel, of course, is joining us virtually from... Where, where are you right now, Daniel? Right in my beautiful home. Ah, there you go. Good evening, and you know, uh, I'm, I'd like to wish all the listeners who are celebrating Deepavali happy Deepavali this coming weekend. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes, happy uh, Deepavali. Now, a show in three parts. Uh, we've got some news, of course, from some local launches coming up first. Then we've got some price slashes, some EV discounts uh, in the second part of the show in the middle. And then part three, a little bit different this week. We've got a head-to-head-to-head. Yes, a head-to-head-to-head. Uh, we're looking at the Proton X90, the Cherry Tigo 8 Pro, and the Toyota Innova Xenix, all lined up head-to-head-to-head. Head, head, head. I love saying that. Anyway, kick us off with some local launches, Ali. Right, gents. We've got a lot of new launches to get through. And of course, the big one this week is by Mercedes-Benz. They have announced two new SUVs. The first one is GLC 300 4Matic Coupe SUV. It's a sporty-looking thing. Mm. A more stylish sibling to the older GLC SUV, right? Stylo. Yeah, Daniel, it comes with a mild hybrid engine with a 48-volt battery, but it still retains the 2-liter inline 4-turbo engine, right? Exactly. This is the very famous 2-liter, I would say very famous because it's a Mercedes, uh, uh, what do you call, a common engine, the 2-liter petrol turbo. Uh, you got the mild hybrid to you know assist in, in terms of power delivery and also fuel consumption is lower and mm. emissions lower. Mm-hmm. The price though, is it much different than the old one? You know, like with every new car that is launched, because there's more, more tech, there's more, you know, innovation put into the car. Of course, prices will go up and then people will say, oh, you know, why are the prices going up and everything else? You can't run away from all this. Now, some people also, you know, when we put up the story, they ask, oh, what about the GLE Coupe? A little bit of confusion in our market because there's so many versions and variants of Mercedes-Benz Coupes and and. SUVs and crossovers, people are getting confused. This is the GLC, mm. slightly smaller and less expensive than the GLE. Slightly less expensive. Slightly less expensive. Now, the previous model of this cost about four hundred and sixty thousand. So, if you think about it, the price is not moved up that much. It's four six nine eight eight eight. Okay, about nine thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight bucks. Yeah, what's, extra. Yeah. What's that on half a million ringgit? Nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, and then you know they, they also launched the AMG GLE fifty-three A. Right. I mean, this is this is the top of the line. I would say sports vehicle line. You know, it's right. a good-looking brute. This. It's a real brute. Now, some people say it's handsome, but I think it's more brutish looking Mm. because they know that big AMG grill, those big wheels, you know? Yes, I think the AMG grill does it better for me compared to the GLC. I agreed. Yeah, Yeah. you know. Um, But it comes with a 3-litre inline six-cylinder engine with a twin-scroll turbocharge producing a powerful 435 horsepower with the engine. Now, this, um, no matter... What do you say about its looks, its performance, you know, 0 to 105 seconds? It's not going to be a, a, a big seller. And I'll tell you why. Not because of its looks, not because of its engine, just because of its tax bracket. This mm. is a car that gets taxed completely. So the price is almost 400,000 ringgit more than the earlier version. Mm. It's 873,000. Now, why I would say it's not going to be sold a lot is, is because of the electric car tax discount right now. So a lot of buyers will look at this and say, oh, it's great. But 
if I buy an electric car, it's tax-free and it's much cheaper, you know? Mm. Yeah. And it's got the similar kind of power delivery. So this is the a little bit sad news for the for the high-end EMG vehicle. 873,888 in an SUV that feels more luxurious, more upmarket, replete with cutting-edge technology and uh, superior fittings inside the photos uh, says it all. It looks really, really comfortable, I, I bet. Uh, also this week, BMW added another car to their legendary 5-series portfolio. Uh, this time is the i5 e-drive 40m sport ev electric sedan daniel yes this is a full electric sedan and this car came in a little bit of a shocker and i'll tell you why shocker not because of its looks uh, you know bmw has got this new uh, snout now as a grill uh, some people are not so taken by it uh, despite that the sales of uh, you know of the whole range with this new look hasn't been disappointing and all they're doing very very well in all the dealerships but the shocker came with the price now before i go to the price a little bit of uh, information on the power delivery full electric car 340 horsepower driving range to 582 kilometers i like how manufacturers will give you like 582 583 <laughs> 491 it's very accurate huh? it's, it's super accurate you yeah. know and the thing is Right now, I'm test driving an electric car. I won't say which one. I'm driving an electric car that also gives me this kind of figure. But when I got into the car from the dealership uh, to pick it up, it said 100% charge. They unplugged it. They gave me the car. It was shy of 30 kilometers. You know, oh. you know, it's always the best case scenario, right? Mm. Okay, so anyway, back to the figures. 430 newton meters of torque. Pretty decent. A 0 to 100 dash in 6 seconds with a top speed of 193. Now, why why I'm a little bit surprised with this car is the price. Hmm. 419,000 ringgit yeah. for a tax-free electric car. Yeah. Now, I'll just give you a little bit of comparison. Uh, about, uh, I think it was September this year. Yeah, earlier just September this year. Uh, maybe August, maybe September. Yes. Okay, September this year. BMW launched the um, the, the plug-in hybrid version of this vehicle. Okay? okay, it was called the 530e, four-cylinder engine, rear-wheel drive, and it was selling for three hundred twenty-two thousand ringgit. Huh. Hmm. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, so I'm thinking, why much more for this? You know, and it's fully electric and it's tax-free. So maybe it's new battery technology, maybe it's new features. And, you know, the, the plug-in hybrid does 6.3 seconds, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, pure driving electric range for about 100 kilometers. So, have, have you asked your friends at BMW? Well, you know, it's difficult to ask people who are selling cars <laughs> despite anything they're selling very well. Uh -huh. So I think the consumer is so taken by the new BMW design. Like I said earlier, there are a lot of people who say, oh, I don't like the new design. But there's a, And I think most of them are actually owners of the old BMW design, you know? Yeah. Right. The, the design that we grew up with, you know, I'm not talking about Ali because Ali is too young. I'm talking about me, me and you, Richard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I do like it though. I do like this new design. You like this new look? I do, yeah. yeah. Mm, I I'm, have to I'm be honest. I'm not completely taken, especially with the new electric BMWs. I, I, Anyway, that's, you know, old man talking and I can't afford them. Mm. Um, the younger generation seem to gravitate to this new design. So I think they're selling so well, they said, hey, let's see whether we can tickle a bit more buyers you know, into, our, mm. into our showroom. And it's working well. Mm. Yeah, so that's BMW, the new i5 eDrive 40M Sport. They have mm. been um, launching cars almost every month, uh, one EV after another. Yes, see, when you're doing electric cars and you're doing them um, uh, all CBU, CBU means fully imported, you don't have to worry about bringing a large amount of cars. You can bring in like say 50 units, 
20 mm. units. Like this car, there's only 100 units. Mm. You know, this is almost like a bread and butter model, the 5 yeah. Series. Yeah. So you bring in 100 units, they'll be snapped up at launch, and then you wait and see if there's more demand, you bring in someone because the mm. ships are rolling in, the ships mm. are not stopping. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you do local assembly, you have to pre-plan. And when you pre-plan, you have to do a minimum amount, which is in the thousands. Mm. And you got to think, can I sell them over the next six months or a year or two years, you know? Yeah. Now that you're doing CBU, we're exactly like Singapore. Singapore, they launch cars every month. Every brand is launching multiple cars. Because why? They bring in 10 units, 20 units, 30 units, then they just keep quiet. 10 units, 20 units, you know. So Malaysia is the same now. Yeah. It's almost like building just a reputation and, and a presence more than actually selling real numbers. Uh, well, you still get numbers, but you get numbers in a mixed range. Like, you know, Mercedes having this AMG vehicle. I'm sure they know that they can only sell a handful, maybe 30, 40 units. But they still bring it in because why? It's CBU. Mm. It's, it's AMG, it's CBU, it's not going to be local assembled. So, you know, I bring in a few and see whether there are enough uh, rich people, you know, working in radio stations who want to buy them. <laughs> Ali's already got a car and I've already got a car. I'm not <laughs> buying another one. Anyway. Yeah. But, but you're telling me your car is starting to age a bit. Oh, just a little bit. Oh, I have more stories for you after. Uh, anyway, okay. uh, we better move on, uh, yes. of course. Uh, CKD, Hyundai Santa Fe. Tell me more about this. Yeah, so this is the locally assembled uh, Hyundai Santa Fe. Just made available for booking by Saim Dabi. Hyundai Motors this week uh, locally assembled at our Inocom Kulim facility completely all new platform for the Santa Fe Daniel now it's a new model but it's it's facelift you might say okay right Previously, when they when they when they had this in Malaysia, um, it didn't do so well simply because of price point. Even though it was done in Kulim, now Kulim is the main uh, assembly for the Saimdabi Group, okay? Because they own the plant; it's called the Inocom plant. Now they're also doing contract manufacturing for other manufacturers like Cherry. Uh, they also do for BMW. They do for Mini. Um, they also do for Mazda. They, you know that whole facility is huge. It's like like a like a car hub. You know, now by Taking on this latest version and then, you know, uh, local assembling it, I think it's going to be a tough call for them because at the moment you've got so many competitors coming in from China with fantastic price points, yeah, yeah. similar features, large size, and, you know, you know they're playing with CKD and, you know, without CKD, it's going to be very expensive. So, they've not given us a price yet, but I think it's going to be rolling in in about two, 220,000 ringgit. Wow. This Santa Fe comes in three variants uh, very very brave a hybrid mm. plus hybrid max also a diesel max which is a crowd favourite right? the diesel uses that very reliable 2.2 uh, litres CRDI turbo diesel engine this is also shared with the Kia Sorento because yes. you know Hyundai globally owns Kia so they share everything so in terms of size features it's very similar to Sorento Sorento is you know not selling as well as it should because of its price point of being above 200,000. So I remember I was saying, you know, Hyundai is going to have that, that slight difficulty because why? When you talk about what's coming in from China right now, it's very difficult for traditional manufacturers mm -hmm. to compete on price point. Mm. And we'll show you that in our comparing, comparison uh, report uh, later. Yeah. Yes, when we are doing the what? The head-to-head-to-head. -head -head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we do have another Hyundai uh, launch. Correct. Uh, Along with the Santa Fe booking, they also opened up an imported Hyundai Tucson booking. This one comes straight from Korea. Am I right? Yes, straight from Korea. Now, you see, why did they do this as an imported version now? It's going to be a tough market because the Tucson is slightly smaller. So the Tucson sits alongside, you know, Cherry, uh, Proton, of course, mm -hmm. Nissan, 
And then you got, you know, new vehicles coming in from Jayco. It's a very, very crowded market. Then you've got the traditional best sellers like the Mazda CX-5 and CX-8. So, of course, the CX-8 has recently been discontinued. Now, if you put this Tucson in there, you've got to put its price magically in between somewhere. Now, mm-hmm. to put it in between for a fully imported vehicle, I don't think it's going to happen. My mm-hmm. guesstimate, this is going to close in at about 180, 170 in terms of price. Still quite high for its size yes. and its variant, right? And uh, Yeah, and you know, it's a good-looking vehicle, but you tell people how good-looking it is what great features you know being imported from Korea and everything else mm. they say yes but it's not a K-pop band so you know <laughs> why are you charging so much you know I'm in love with the parametric jewel grille which is a new thing right. in all the new Hyundais I think that elevates the look of the car and the brand a mm. little bit uh, it looks more like an American brand these days um, yes. but for that price though yeah Daniel it's going to be a probably a slow sell same you know the sister company, Kia, is also having a uh, slight problem with the Sportage. Sportage was supposed to arrive here in the last, uh, I think, eight, nine months ago. But the last few months, they've said, uh, we're holding on, we're holding back. Because why? They, they look at the price point and say, can we can we rival the, the big boys, you know? Mm, yeah. Now, last piece of news. Uh, we're going to come back to the local scene because Proton S70 has just been announced uh, in the last couple mm. of weeks. And we are already... Um, waiting for the deliveries of the first cars by Proton. Or are we, Daniel? Well, they've not officially launched the car. What they did was they actually had a slight preview. Just a few days ago on Monday, they they invited us... um, to get close and personal with the car, take a test drive in the test track, you know, touch and feel points, get some some media feedback. Uh, but the car is ready to go. The, the car is developed already. It's been field tested for a long time. We wrote an article about two weeks ago asking, why did it take more than two years for Proton and Geely to bring this car here? Now, when I say two years, I'm talking about after the right-hand drive version was developed. This is already a slightly older product, right? Right, right. But two years ago, they already started putting out a right-hand drive. And, you know, I think they're a bit late to the market. But being late doesn't mean they're going to lose out because Proton needs something to replace the Suprema Preve. Mm. Okay? Mm. There are a lot of Suprema owners out there who love their cars, but their cars are aged. They're not doing too well on the road. Suprema, same thing. So now you get a new Proton Modern looking. It's coming from Geely completely. It's got all Geely tech on it. Proton has just revised the grill, the the of course the logos and the rims. And you know, there's some some Proton elements in it, but you know, generally it's a Geely car. So the salespeople in the showroom, if you go into any Proton showroom now now, they'll tell you, Oh, this is a Geely car, don't worry, Geely technology, Geely the <laughs> just like they did with the X70, X50, and X90. We wanted to guesstimate the price. So we looked at what price they were selling this car in the Philippines because the Philippines, this car has been accepted quite well. Right. And they, they released a GLM Grand in the Philippines a couple of years already by now. Yes. We, we normally like to take what we see in you know, neighboring countries because ASEAN buyers have similar tastes. Philippines, a little bit more wider, but you know, similar taste. If they can accept this car, they can accept its features and everything else because they sell similar cars that are also sold in Malaysia in terms of the... The, the immediate competitors. So it's got a 1.5 turbocharged engine. It's got, you know, very, very good um, uh, cabin features. I cannot share a lot of them with you guys right now because the car is not officially launched. Mm. 102 horsepower, 142 newton meters of torque. Doesn't sound like a lot, but this is a car that is designed to compete against the Honda City and the Toyota Vios, despite it being in one segment up. So in case you missed it, the Proton S70 is this premium family sedan, the first sedan by Gili to be rebatched by Proton, right? Yes. So if you take the, the dimension of the car and park it, it's, it's basically a Toyota Corolla Altis size. 
Nice. All right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. The Honda Civic, of course, has grown in size. So it's mm. the Civic is still slightly b- bigger. But you're talking about Corolla Altis size. Corolla Altis was, you know, from 120,000 onwards, fully fitted, fully, fully equipped, nice uh, features. It's still a very nice looking car, but it's it's older already in the car park. So this car. Looking at all the features, looking at the price comparison, I'm going to give a guesstimate. You heard it here first. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Like Get ready this. for this. Can we all have I'm a guess? Thinking, Can we all have a guess? I'm, yeah, I'm thinking if they're going to really compete with the market, yeah. if they're really going to give Honda and Toyota a run for their money in yeah. this segment, it's got to be sixty-eight eight hundred to seventy-nine eight hundred. Oh, uh, that, that okay. I was going to go a lot higher than that. Hmm. Well, the guesstimate on Facebook with a lot of my with a lot of my readers are saying closer to ninety thousand. I was thinking around eighty, eighty three, eighty four. Okay, right. But yeah. this is my thinking. Mm. If you're going to price this car, despite its its larger size and features and cabin tech and all that, if you're going to price it very close to Honda City and Toyota Vios, even though you've got more in in all the areas than both those cars, badge branding and reliability and you know uh, you know resale value and everything else is on the side of Honda and Toyota right for now. Sure, for sure, yeah. Mm. And it'll be very hard to conquer this bias. If you price it at this price, I can see a lot of Suprema and, and Preve owners trading in their cars because the, the trading value is 10, 15, whatever thousand. That's their deposit to buy a brand new Proton sedan and continue monthly installments. Mm. So you're thinking between 68 to 79,000 ringgit when it comes out? Yes. Mm. Because there'll be a few variants that'll be offered from Malaysia. All right. And on that note, we should probably wrap up um, for this segment, at least anyway. Coming back, price slashes, EV discounts in Malaysia are hard to ignore. Who wrote that headline? We'll find Mm. out after these messages here on Cruise Control, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. I'm Rich Bradbury here in the studio, of course, with Ali Johan. We're joined by Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my. We've spoken about Mercedes SUVs, the BMW i5, the Hyundais, the Santa Fe and the Tucson, and of course, the Proton S70. Now, uh, we're having a bit of a discussion right now. Is it the best time to get your discounted electric car or not? Now, we've been talking about this on and off, and there's been politicians talking about this, and it's been coming up in conversation all over the place. Daniel, what are we doing? Right. You know, every year in Malaysia, every year for the longest time, I've been mean, doing this for 20 over years, every year, whatever you say, October, November, December, discounts. Yeah. Now, the only manufacturers who don't give discounts are those who are sold out, super premium brands who have small quantity, and of course, those who who know that there'll be you know, enough customers coming in still in December to buy a car from them because they'll say, oh, register in January, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But now the game has changed a little bit because of the electric car movement. Now, it started a few years ago with the plug-in hybrids. You know, plug-in hybrids, uh, towards the end of the year, the manufacturers say, oh, you know, we have to clear. Now, we were trying to figure out why is it very aggressive clearance for these new generations, new energy vehicles. And then we started asking people, you know, of course, when you speak to the dealerships, you know, you, you won't get a 100% answer. You have to speak to sales guys. You have to speak to people who have left the companies, you know. And this is what some of them shared with us. They said, oh, you know, because these cars, you know, plug-in hybrids and, and electric cars have one big thing in common. is the battery system, the yeah. battery in them. 
Now, just like consumer electronics with the batteries, of course, the batteries are completely different. The lithium-ion battery in your phone and in your car is different. But batteries are batteries. Now, when the car is sitting in the showroom floor, if it's not moving, it's not working, it's not running, the battery degrades a little bit. It's actually good for the battery to be running. You know what I mean? You've got to treat it like a muscle. You don't use it, it wastes away. Yeah, so you you got to charge it and run it. But when you charge it and run it, then the consumer suddenly comes in to buy the car and says, hey, why this car been charged 25 times? Huh? Uh, mm. I just bought it. What? And then why is there 500 kilometers running? You know, Oh, is it a used car? Is it a showroom car? Then you have all these issues. Plus, now with the electric car movement being fully imported cars, they don't want the cars to age until the next year. Because why? The change in technology, software, shape, design, everything is moving faster than when it was with conventional cars. Mm-hmm. Last time, I, I, I think you might remember, Richard, you know, like the old Ford Escort, the old yeah. Renault 5 GT, the Peugeot 206, yeah. Peugeot 205, you know, cars from my era. The bygone era, Daniel. Yes. yes. Designs will change every 9, 10 years. That's New right. models will come out every yeah. 9, 10 yeah. years. Then it scaled down to seven years, then five years, then four years. Now it's every three years. It's like buying a new phone. Exactly. It's like buying a new phone. So a lot of these cars, even though they look great, by next year, something new would come out. Not just a facelift. It might be a totally new car. Mm. So they need to clear these cars fast. And you know, when you do CKD, like some of them, when you do a bulk buying, because why you want to you hit the market before the tax structure changes, you bring in a lot of units, you think the market is going to, you know, want your product so much, and then suddenly the competitor brings a better product in. Suddenly the competitor plays their price down. And then you got this big, big drama coming from Tesla in China, you know? Mm-hmm. Because Tesla has given such great prices for electric cars. China is coming in strong with their electric cars at very low prices, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like a China-Tesla fight that's giving a hard time to a lot of other manufacturers. Mm. So we are going to share with you some of the great discounts that are happening right now with great offers that I think you should take in. Now, you might say, oh, you know, maybe I'll wait for the new model. But the new model might be more expensive because why? our currency is moving, logistics cost is moving, plus... With every new model, prices go up. Mm. Okay? So, Audi Malaysia is offering 20,000 ringgit discount on the e-tron electric car. All variants? Yes, all variants. Starting from 599990. Ooh. Now, 20,000 discount might be a small percentage of the price. They're adding in a free wall box charger. They're adding in 1,000 ringgit worth of jump charge credits. And I'm sure you can squeeze in some other things like, you know, car coating and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because they have to clear these cars. These cars were just launched recently, but they were not taken up as fast as the Porsche Taycan when it was launched. Because in this segment, you got the Taycan there. Yeah. Then now you got Lotus coming in with the Letra. These are all priced very closely. Okay. They're a good-looking no. vehicle as well, these things. Yes. Then you got Great Wall Motors. Now, Great Wall Motors started the game very aggressively and then they slowed down a lot with the Aura Good Cat. Aura Good Cat, like, you know, it's like a, it's like a Volkswagen Beetle with four doors. Mm-hmm. Very seductive design, great features, great battery range. Great Wall in China is a big company. It's not a small company anymore. They're already now global. They're in so many countries. Now, they came in and they had... You know, like I said, they had good sales and then it sort of slowed down because they had a distributor problem. They had a, you know, agreement with some people that didn't quite work out. Now, everything has changed and they are saying 20,000 discount. Whoa. <laughs> on a car costing 159,000 ringgit. Now, the moment you get that kind of price discount, you know, that's a big percentage. That's when you start seeing eyebrows being raised. Ah. So now, their price has come down. 
bigger car has come down to the BYD Dolphin asking price, uh-huh. which right. is a smaller car. Yeah. Yes, the BYD Dolphin is a newer car and everything else. But if you like the shape, if you like the features, it's electric car. It still gives you a very decent driving range. Hey, twenty thousand discount is quite a bit. Plus, they've got some other goodies which will give you lah, but they won't tell you on online lah. You know, mm, right? <laughs> Now. The next one is coming from Volvo. Now, Volvo started the electric car revolution very strongly in Malaysia. They had the XC40 Recharge and then they had the C40 Recharge, which is the coupe version. Now, they're giving a discount for the two models from $16,000 to $25,000. So, you got a vehicle costing about $250,000 to about $260,000. They're giving you quite a good percentage. And you know, Volvo is a premium vehicle and... They are a premium electric car company because their whole range is going to be electric after this. Hmm. So what do we do then, Daniel? This is putting people in a very difficult position where you know they, they want to buy an electric vehicle. You've literally got everything from each end of the spectrum, right from the bottom all the way through to the top. Exactly. So, for example, someone like you, Richard, I'll say, buy the Audi e-tron for yourself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> buy the Volvo for your wife hmm. and buy the Aura Good Cat for me. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> I see. I'm taking the cheapest one. You know, I'm, I'm saying, okay, I don't mind, you know? <laughs> All right. I like that. Okay. But that's some really, really good deals. And, and I'm guessing yes. those are just some of the deals that are out there, right? right, right now, now, this is just, this is what they've announced. Now, I know after calling around to a few people, yeah. other manufacturers are already starting to prepare their releases and their discounts. They're waiting to see what happens here. I can tell you, in the next couple of weeks, we'll come up with another article and the list would have expanded. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And seeing this movement, Daniel, do you think that we can expect this at the end of every year, this price slashes for EVs? I think this price slashes will be right now, right now only for this year, at the end of the year. Mm. By March, April next year, there's going to be another price slash. Not not because of festive season or anything. Else. That's the usual, you know, festive season, they always give some discounts. Mm. But I think the big, the big price slash in April, May, maybe, you know, may, maybe March next year will be when the big Chinese brands bring in more electric vehicles. Because after my last two trips to China and seeing what they're doing and the number of vehicles they plan for this region and also the range that they have, that means they have from small car to large SUV and their prices are just too attractive to ignore. The traditional electric car manufacturers are going to pull the brakes on their model lineup and say, we've got to clear our stock before these guys come in. It's like a domino effect from Tesla's pricing too. Yes. And you see, for the consumer, this is the best time to start looking at converting to an electric car mm-hmm. if you want to convert, mm-hmm. you know? And, you right. can, it, and the choice is going to be amazing. Okay, I've got to interrupt you, Daniel. We are running out of time. We've got to wrap yes, up sir. for this segment. Uh, we do, of course, uh, have more to come. We are doing the head-to-head-to-head. Uh, we've got the Proton X90, the Sherry Tigo 8 Pro, and the Toyota Innova Xenix. That's all coming up after these messages. Which of these three would you buy in 2023? This is Cruise Control here on BFM 89.9.
BFM 89.9, the business station. It is Cruise Control, the car show here on BFM. I'm Rich Bradbury in the studio with Ali Johan. We've got Daniel Fernandez from DSF.my on the phone. We've been speaking about price slashes, EV discounts in Malaysia, a whole bunch of money being slashed on some uh, of the vehicles out there. Of course, the Aura Goodcat, uh, we're looking at 20,000 ringgit rebate, even the Audi e-tron GT, another 20,000 ringgit slashed off. It's crazy. Now, moving on, though, we do have a car review, of course, and it's between three vehicles this week, the Proton X90, the Cherry Tigo 8 Pro, and the Toyota Innova Xenix. Daniel, what was the brains behind why you decided to do a head-to-head-to-head this week? Okay, we generally do not like to do this simply because someone has to be a winner and someone else doesn't win, you know? Right, yeah. And it always angers somebody and, you know, there's a lot of repercussions. And, you know, we're we're not here to, you know, ruffle any feathers. We'll ruffle a few here and there. But, you know, also because a lot of people have been coming to us and saying, why don't you do this? And I said, no, you know, you talk talk to me personally, I'll tell you what to do, what, what not to do. But anyway, when we started talking about the X90... Uh, because X90 had a little bit of negative online issues, you know, with its spare parts issue and then also with that small fire that happened in, in the in the wiring loom at the rear. Yeah. It wasn't a battery issue later, they found out. And, you know, people said, oh, you know, the X90 is, you know, not a, not a favorable car right now despite its price. And then, of course, Cherry came in very strongly with the Tigo 8 Pro. It's a large vehicle. It's about the size of the X90. It's a three-row SUV. But here's the best part. The price difference is just 1,000 ringgit. 1,000 ringgit. Ah. So it immediately made a lot of people think, hey, maybe I should buy the Cherry Tigo. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that because Cherry, like I said, huge company coming from China. They are very, very committed to this region. They've got a huge factory in Kulim, mm-hmm. part of the Inocom group. They're there. And here's the best part. Their target, for, for the coming years, 15,000 units production, you know? Now, 15,000 units is big for a company that has just started. They've yep. already got bookings of more than 6,000 vehicles. They're well on their way then? They are well on their way because, you know, they're just a few months into production and they're doing very well and their office is expanding, they're hiring people, they're giving jobs to a lot of Malaysians but of course, at the same time, they have a lot of expats coming in because technical people and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, all this is great news but consumers out there are getting a bit confused. So, to add to the confusion, another vehicle came into the market a few months ago called the Toyota Innova Xenix. Now, it's basically a new Toyota Innova. The name Xenix has been added because why? It's, it's, it's been elevated to the next level in terms of comfort, luxury, features, and also looks. Mm-hmm. Now, during the course of the last few months, we've had in and out, you know, people asking us, online readers asking us, you know, should I buy an Innova or buy an X, X90? And I said, no, but you know, Innova is MPV. X90 is SUV, you know? Mm. But, you know, they'll come back and say, yeah, but it's both seven-seater, what do you think? It's both got similar engine size, what do you think? Uh, one may be more powerful turbocharged, but what do you think? So, you know, they ca- keep asking these questions. And then when the Cherry Tigo came in, of course, people started asking between the Cherry and the X90, which is an immediate competitor because both are SUVs. Mm. So I was sitting in my team and then they were also telling me when they meet people, they say what they do. Some of them will be approached by certain people, family members and say, hey, what do you think between these two and these three, these two, these three? And it's always these three vehicles for this segment, you know? For example, you know, like a family person moving up the ladder, they need something bigger or someone who wants to scale down their their budget but they still need a seven-seater, you know? Yeah. 
So we thought, okay, let's get all three vehicles and let's see what we can do with this. So we put all all three vehicles together. We got the team together. We took it all out for a test drive. Most of these vehicles I've already test driven. Uh, there was only one that I had not yet, which was the Toyota Innova. So we took turns, we drove it, we took pictures, we did everything we needed to do. And this conclusion is quite simple. Now, the X90, put aside whatever issues it's got, Cherry Tigo, there have been some issues with production. It's been coming out on Facebook. Put aside that. In terms of vehicle um, dynamics, okay, both are very similar. Mm. Very, very similar. But somehow or other, the Cherry feels more nimble in terms of power delivery. Okay? Right. Yeah. In terms of comfort, in-cabin comfort, the Cherry cabin interior is beautiful. Beautiful. The execution is beautiful. They've really elevated that whole segment to one level up. But when you get into the Proton X90, it just seems a bit more comfortable. It feels more spacious, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the design of the cabin. Maybe it's the design of the features. You know, the grab handles, the door paneling or whatever. It just seems a bit more spacious. Including my team because some of them are tall, some are short, some are a bit plumb. They said, yeah, the X90 feels a little bit more spacious. You know, it could also be when you're jumping in and out of a different vehicle. Eh? Sometimes the interior color plays on your mind, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just Is out it? of interest. What, what color was yeah. the interior of the Cherry that you uh, test okay. drove? So the Cherry had a very light brown sort of coffee interior the proton had a black interior and i noticed black interiors look claustrophobic a bit yeah you know when you get a brighter interior immediately you feel hey there's more space you know Mm, interesting so i think it's psychological but you know we didn't take a tape measure and measure it we just jumped in and out and you know spoke to each other now comes the innova xenix now this one is a surprise contender because why it's an mpv but they've They've raised the platform because why? It's designed for third world nations. It's designed for India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal, Indonesia, Thailand, Burma, Vietnam. You know, this this region where they say the roads are not so good. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of potholes. You know, JKR is not doing their job. You know, Sami Velu left behind a legacy. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, they always have a complaint about our road conditions. Even though... I think our roads are fine. Yes, our inner city roads, there's a lot of digging going on and, you know, cable laying and replacing pipes and all that. But whatever it is, we have decent roads. But still, they say, okay, they got to raise it. They got to give it bigger wheels, bigger tires, bigger wheel travel. So you get the Xenix, which looks like an SUV. Now, the other two SUVs, nobody's going to take it off-road. La. Let's face it, la. you know? Right, right. They're too nice and too pretty la, to take off-road. So if you park all three side by side, eh, they have about the same ground clearance. They have the, about the same stance. They have the same roofline height. Okay? But the, the two SUVs have bigger wheels and bigger tires. Okay. Okay? Now, how much is the Xenix? Also in the same price range, 166,000 ringgit. Mm. So they're all 166, 166, 165. You know, the, the difference is all just a few hundred dollars, thousand uh, dollars here and there. Thousand ringgit, sorry. So, when you get into the Innova Zenix, black in color, sadly, the interior. Very, very Toyota interior. If you get into the Zenix immediately, you say, oh, this could be a Vios, could be an Altis, could be a Corolla Cross. In fact, it has more Corolla Cross in it than anything else. But because it's coming from the same generation, the Corolla Cross is a smaller uh, SUV. This is a larger MPV. But, you know, it's got the same kind of, you know, how you say, uh, look and feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Touch points, uh, features, uh, safety, everything is almost similar to the Corolla Cross, but in a bigger platform, bigger vehicle. Get into the third row. Richard can sit in the third row. Huh. Hmm. So it's more spacious, you know? 
It's got aircon vents along the the roof line, you know, on top. So you got aircon right up to the third row. You got cup holders. You got door pockets. It's easy to fold the seats in the middle row for the the person at the back to get in. Now you know I've got a bad back. I'm an old man. I got a you know nasi kanda pot belly. Now. When you ask me to get into third row, getting in and out, I don't want to stretch myself too badly. You know, I don't want to, you know, injure my back. I can do it quite comfortably with the Zenix. With the other two, a bit more difficult because why? You know, when you have an SUV platform, the, the vehicle floor line is higher. This is an MPV platform, so the floor line is a bit lower. Even though the the distance to the ground is the same, mm. it's just how the cabin has been stretched. You know. Okay. So now, when you drive it, of course, the Zenix not the most spirited. The engine has been tuned for efficiency. Mm. You know, Toyota always wants to give you efficiency. They always want to give you the best possible fuel consumption you can get, and they want to make the car as reliable as possible. They are legendary for this. Mm. Cherry is a brand new uh, entry into our market. We, we, they are, they are saying they got a seven-year solid warranty from the factory, so they're going to give you a car that's going to be reliable and everything else. We have to wait and see. Their commitment is very strong, but we have to wait and see. Proton. <sighs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> They're trying very hard, <laughs> but they still have some after sales issues. I, I think but that size is, says more than any. We, we could have just wrapped up at that point, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know they, they still have some after sales issues. They're trying very hard. I know the management is you know whacking the dealers and you know whacking the spare parts inventory people. But you know if you if you get into an X ninety and you and you drive it, you say hey, you know it's 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 a nice it's a nice product. It's a handsome product. If it had a brighter interior, boom. It would have been much, much more inviting for us. So, if I were to put all these three into one basket, and then someone came and said, "Boss, you can only pick one." Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna be punk. So, I'm gonna give it to you like this. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very diplomatic also and say this: If you're someone who wants, you know, excitement, be different, be you know out there, you know, you want to say, "Hey, I'm different. I'm, I'm an Instagrammer. I'm an influencer. Whatever lah," you know. If you're someone like Ali Johan, you buy the charity group. Ooh, wow! Because of your age group, and it's a new brand, and it's exciting, and it's got a lot of new tech features. Go for the charity go. It does look nice inside. I have to say that, and we are looking at mm. the brown interior here. Very nice. Yep. Good looking yep. car inside. So now, if Richard Bradbury came and he said, "I need a seven seater," I know, I know you don't have twenty five kids, you don't need a seven seater, but you know you got family members that visit once in a while. You need to go to the airport, pick them up, put your luggage in. But you need something that's high, commanding, and you need something that you can talk to because you know, you, you know, when you when you drive to work, you want to you know you want to talk to someone, you want to get ready for your radio show. You know, Proton has got that. Hi, Proton. You know, you know, it's got all those things, and then and it and it is a good looking vehicle. I'll say get the Proton X ninety. But then a minute ago you went Proton. <laughs> you think I want to get in a car that makes you go? <sighs> <laughs> but you see. You're a celebrity. They look after you. Ah, sure, sure. Right. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Right. Now, and then obviously... If, okay, someone like me, my age group, nearing retirement, you know, you want something safe, you, you don't need all the excitement, you don't need all the toys, you don't need all these fancy high proton and all that, high cherry, you don't need all that. You just want something reliable. You're not going to go off-road. I don't need to go fast. I want, I want to save fuel, but I don't want to buy a plug-in hybrid or electric car. I just want something reasonably, you know, decent. And I want a bit of space because once in a while I want to go, you know, hypermarket shopping so that I can buy and stockpile in my house in case of a rainy day. I will buy the Innova Zenix. Mm. Well, there you go then. And that's because mm. I'm guessing, you know, it's most practical considerations for somebody of your 
generation. My generation. Also, my earning power not as good as you guys, you know, because you guys are still in the workforce, you know. Uh, all right, all right, all right. That's uh, some good work then. Um, the head-to-head to head was a, a bit of a success this week. Uh, mm, I think maybe yes, we can have some yes. of those, uh, more of those in the future, Daniel. We should, we should actually. Yeah, all right. Folks, unfortunately, it's time for us to wrap up though uh, for today's show. But thank you very much for joining us. And of course, we will be back same time, same place next week for Cruise Control here on BFM. Uh, we had a show in three parts. We spoke uh, about the Mercedes SUVs, BMW i5, Hyundai Santa Fe, and uh, Tucson, the uh, Proton S70. Then had some EV price slashes in the middle. Make sure you do listen back for that. And of course, the head-to-head there, the Proton X90, the Cherry Tigo 8 Pro, and the Toyota Innova Xenix. If you missed any part of the show, download the podcast. We recommend using the BFM app. That's in the Apple App Store or Google Play for cruise control. This is Rich Bradbury on behalf of Adi Johan and Daniel Fernandez for BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.